another edition of the Modern Times Podcast. This one is going to be one of our five-point specials. We're going to do five points on the Russia-Trump scandal as of today, which, uh, as we'll get into, one of our five points has to be stated uh, April 4th at 1.33 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, And joining me via telephone from her lovely residence, shall we say, in sunny California, Karen Weil. Thanks, John, and good afternoon to you and all the listeners out there. And I'm sure they say hello back to you, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go over our five points that we have today. Number one, the quote-unquote there there. Number two, Hillary's emails are important after all, but not how you might think. Number three, what if Trump really is the Muscovite candidate? Number four, Trump's attempts to spin into Obama, Hillary, anyone, maybe aliens, is like getting stuck in the mud in Alabama. And number five, the times they are a changing. Wow. Golly. Um, The the there there, Karen. Let's go right into number one. Plenty of smoke, but no proof. Even um, uh, Adam Schiff, uh, the Democrat, the ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, um, is is also admitting that. there's a lot of smoke, though. A lot of smoke. And what's your favorite? Uh, an incredible amount. What's your favorite plume at this present moment? <laughs> well, I, I think. Uh, I mean, honestly, a lot of this when he goes to testify is is it's it's Mike Flynn. Oh, Mike Flynn. Uh, what did he? What did he know? And uh, when did he know it? Uh, clearly, he wasn't telling Mike Pence the truth about his uh, his contacts. Number one, and that he had lobbied for a foreign government. Number two. And also was dishonest about that. Um, and it's interesting that people around Trump, his enablers and enablers of the media, uh, you know, they're trying to downplay whatever Flynn may say, which, you know, there are two kind of their conspiracy theories here that he may actually end up helping Trump by telling, uh, you know, the committee uh, that Trump was really the victim here. Although from every single thing I've read, heard, and seen on this and from legitimate news sources, that just seemed, that would just seem to be preposterous on its own. Um, uh, but of course, it, it seems to me, given that Trump fired Flynn, uh, you know, he may be flipping because he really does have a story to tell, one that won't be good for Donald Trump or his administration. Sure, sure. Uh, but I, I do, I think Adam Schiff. And there's no question where, you know, his feelings lie on this. He's obviously no fan of the president. Uh, He has been maintaining for some time that obviously something, which again, that's a vague word here in this case, has happened. Uh, And he has at the same time tried to be measured. As you said, he said there is plenty of, well, to sum up what you were saying, there's plenty of smoke here, but we don't have the person. Again, the question is, who in the Trump administration and that may be Flynn, it may not be. But who in the Trump administration was working with Russia? It, it just seems to me inconceivable that Russia alone would have done this without some contact in the U.S. And right. this is something I asked on our podcast recently when Jeff Sepsion got into trouble for basically lying into to Congress mm-hmm. under oath during his a confirmation hearing, right. and I believe technically they are under oath. Yes, so a lie is a lie. That's perjury. But yeah. he had nothing to do with the Russians when there was proof he had met with them during the Republican convention. You have to ask yourself, why on earth would he be doing that? That sure. seems to make absolutely no 
Fair. Right. And, and you know, convention. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. And, you know, we can get to it. You know, it's one of our, our, our right. points about spinning later. But, you know, when we yeah. when when, the, you know, the title is the there there is because there's been, um, you know, talk from a lot of the uh, conservative folks that there's nothing there's nothing to it. But then when you talk about the smoke being in so many different places, I mean, you've mentioned already Flynn. Um, uh, you've mentioned Sessions. And then you have, um, you know, Kushner meeting oh, with a, yeah, as well. you know, Kushner, uh, Manafort, right. uh, Carter Page, um, you know, the list just, just kind of keeps going on. I mean, uh, and uh you know, Giuliani as well, who, who has made all kinds, he's made right. numerous comments that just seem almost self-incriminating right. and anybody can look those up and some of the things he said and his own personal dealings with foreign governments. Um, you know, again, they're just. We've already said this, but there is a hell of a lot of smoke here. Yeah. But the, the 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 issue right now is is the actual person and the proof of that. That so, you know that hasn't been determined. Right, and 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 you know one of the things we talked about was kind of you know trumping is you know trumping. Uh, pardon me, <laughs> Trump is protesting too much. Um, you know, and, and, and one of the, and one of the thoughts I kind of came up with, you know, is a take on that whole Johnny Cochran thing, you know, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Well, you know, why deny when you can comply, you know, I mean, why, why, (laughs) why constantly say, you know, is there, 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 um, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing at all. And then it's, well, you met with these people and you lied about it. Um, uh, you lied to the vice president. Um, you know, it's, and you know, it just kind of keeps going on and on. Um, because obviously, I mean, and, and, the, and the thing with the Pence um, allegation, which is so interesting, I think, is that there's so much of a of a feeling that Pence is the guy trying to guide Trump, not really on his inner circle. Trump tr- kind of trots him out for things like that, that uh, uh, executive order signing. Um, and he's there, but he's not really part of that inner circle. So if there was something going on with the Russians, I think the last person anybody's going to find any ties to is Mike Pence. He's the guy that's supposed to be the, okay, look, we got Mike Pence, so you don't have to worry about us, um, you know, for certain aspects of his, of his base. Um, and so, you know, why don't they just try to open up um, if there's nothing there? Well, exactly. What's the old expression? If, uh, you know, if you're not guilty, you don't have anything to hide. <laughs> and, of course, this president's behavior, his tweet storms every morning, I believe it was this morning he pounded away again at Hillary Clinton That's right. as, as just a way to, to draw attention from her. Of course, another thing we've since learned in the news that the former National Security Advisor, Susan Rice, had been doing some investigation, I suppose you could call it that, of her own, into some Trump associates, which technically, as National Security Advisor, was her job. Uh, the right has tried to make this a story, oh, you see, they were spied upon, they were wiretapped, which is, unless somebody can really come up with proof that Rice was doing that, that is just insane, and it makes them look just incredibly stupid. And the thing is, it's really not going anywhere. You're not seeing the mainstream media, which for all the hatred conservatives have for it, they sure do seem to rely upon, don't they, when they want to prove a point. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't see them picking on it, uh, picking up on it, picking on it. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, it, because again, even some prominent conservatives like Nora Mornstein have been arguing Twitter. She was doing her job, and she is allowed to do that, just as the Obama administration was. 
sorry Trump supporters, allowed to keep information that showed some evidence Russia had tampered with our election. Um, so it's just, it's, it's only, you almost feel sorry for them. They're really desperate. Almost. And again, it just, quite frankly, what it does in the, in the mind, I mean, for Trump supporters, they don't care. People who already hate Trump, this is only going to further fortify their right. hatred of him and their, their non-support of him. Um, for those in the middle, it's pretty looking, I think, to them like the Trump administration obviously is not telling the truth. Mm. To what extent, we don't know yet. Right. Um, and, you know, when lost, I think, in, in, in some of the, again, the spin we'll get to later and in and, 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 and some of the news cycle stuff, um, is back to number, you know, uh, uh, one of our, the second of our five points. Um, Hillary's emails are important after all. Um, and mm-hmm. the fact that there was so much uh, dismissal, I guess, from uh, voters on the left side of the aisle and so much attacking on it. And now it's almost come full circle where you have to still talk about Hillary's emails because of who got them and what they did with them. Correct. So you, 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 there's basically been consensus from every, any, I guess from everybody, but Trump and Bannon and, and, and those guys we mentioned earlier, um, Putin even to a certain level, everyone else kind of is of the agreement that they know that elements of Russian intelligence are the ones that hacked into the Democratic National Committee, into um, uh, uh, John Podesta's email, into Hillary Clinton's e- email server. They were all done by them. Um the fact that they were used in a political campaign to support the the Republican presidential candidate, I think, is is really where the heart of the story always is. And that even if there was no collusion, um, that by itself should worry everybody. And you can't play politics with it. No, I mean, isn't that? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, again, and I, I another thing some conservatives have tried to do, or people defending Trump. Well, look what we did in Iran. Look what we did here and there. Okay, and you know what? That was bad, too, and that was wrong, too. And in the case of Iran, that came back to bite us in the ass horribly in the late 1970s, in case anyone has forgotten. So, Yeah, the Shah that was only a Shah because we made him one? Correct. I mean, and, and, well, because in the 1950s, we interfered with the the leader of that country, Mohammed Mossadegh, and got him removed from office. He might have been a communist. He might have been a communist. I'm sorry? I said he might have been a communist. He might have been a communist, absolutely. But again, yeah, nobody denies that, that the United States has done some things in international affairs that are terrible and will, frankly, will always stick in this country's, uh, stick with this country's psyche. That's not yeah, probably and, the right metaphor there. Well, there, well but, you know, add to you know, the bad reputation that, for that, sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, add to our bad reputation for sure, I think. Add to our bad reputation. You know, and I'm not, it, it I'm not saying the United States has not been a general force of good in the world because I genuinely believe that. Agreed. But at any rate, Agreed. that is a false equivalency and a, an attempt to rationalize what looks like happened here. And that is Russia, specifically Putin, as you mentioned, who we know is no fan of Hillary Clinton because he knew she would not tolerate a lot of his shenanigans. Um, wanted to make sure that a guy who would got in. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I think any American, regardless of their political preference, should be pretty disgusted by that because it's unacceptable, it's, it's wrong, it, it causes a lot of havoc. 
Um, you know, and again, Trump is one of the few leaders in the world that has anything good to say about Vladimir Putin, which should tell you something. You know, Putin is not a good guy. He's basically become a dictator. There's pretty strong evidence that he has ordered journalists murdered, along with political opponents. You know, I grow very tired of some on the left in there whining about, but we want better relations with Russia. Uh, yeah. Okay, but there are a lot of caveats with that, specifically considering who the leader of that country is right now. Right, yeah, but not Putin, you know. Uh, you not know, Putin, absolutely. You know, the second coming of Boris Yeltsin happens, you know, sure, <laughs> you know. Well, it's just sad. You think 25 years ago, well, now 26, they went from Mikhail Gorbachev to this, and that's that's pretty heartbreaking. It really is. Well, I'm, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, and you know, it, it a lot of things ironic about it. I think that that you know, the Republican Party, which led McCarthyism, ends up being the one that basically is helped by uh, Russia and basically the intelligence apparatus because that's who runs Russia now, because um, that's what Putin is. He's the head of the former Russian KGB guys that wanted power back, and they got it away from Yeltsin. And now they still That's run right. the country. And so they're the ones who ended up helping a Republican candidate for president win the presidency. Um, you know, if, 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 if historians 100 years from now don't have fun with that, um, then, I, you know, th there shouldn't be historians in the future. Uh, because uh, that is uh, so ironic. It's, you know, if my son goes into history, I'm going to suggest that for his thesis. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, uh, and it has, come, it has come full circle. Yeah. Let's then jump back to into the McCarthy era and do a parlay for number three of our five points. What if Trump is really the Muscovite candidate, which is a play on the mm. Manchurian candidate, which was a, uh, a, a satire almost on McCarthyism. Um, but in that case, uh, the Manchurian candidate was trained to be a killer and to kill um, someone so that a guy that they wanted to be could be president, um, who was just a yes man, kind of a little blustery kind of nutbag, a little bit like Donald Trump. And I've also seen uh, the Manchurian candidate on TV quite regularly lately, which I don't think is much of a coincidence either. Um, but the fact that it, you know, we talked about a lot of smoke. Then we talked about what the Russian government for sure did. And we talked about Hi Hillary's emails are important, but there also is that they hired more than a thousand people to act as trolls um, and to, to, to push things on social media. A lot of, you know, that was to it. But if the fact is that if there was a, any sort of collusion or a, uh, you know, you know, dare I say conspiracy between... Um, uh, the Russian government or or its intelligence service to get Donald Trump elected. It's right out of uh, Hollywood, right out of um, a novel. Um, but unfortunately, it's real life. Um, and, you know, the Muscovite candidate works well. Um, what, what if that's actually what the smoke uncovers? Not just, you know, we you know, I, then what happens, though? Yes, do you, you know, do you think politically... Politically, to our to our system um, in Congress, you know, what do you, I mean? Because that that future kind of blows up our current party, don't you think? Or our, our current system? Well, it, it would. I I mean, I think it would lead to a constitutional crisis. Of, and I really I want to try to avoid the hyperbole here, but that would be a crisis of epic proportion. Mm -hmm. I think you would see 
if, 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 you know, if, if Trump supporters don't like the kind of demonstrations now that have, have come up against their, uh, their president, they're certainly not going to like what's going to follow after that. Um, I think the Republican Party, if it were doing the honorable thing, and again, if there is any real proof of this, they would make it clear to Donald Trump that he needs to resign now. Uh, and, and that would be that. And then there would have to be a major investigation and charges filed, including against Trump himself, if there were actual proof. Uh, and, it, you know, I suppose if there were any against Mike Pence or anybody else in his administration, they would have to face the consequences for that. Um, you know, obviously, down the line of successors, we'd be dealing with Paul Ryan and then Orrin Hatch. Uh, and, of course, you just have a firestorm for months after that. You know, I, again, I mean, as, as much as I think Donald Trump is a horrendous individual who has no business being in that office, I, and, and, you know, certainly I'd be happy if he were out of office tomorrow. Um, th this would be the beginning of a, a very, very tense period for this country. And, uh, you know, we, we just have to hope that enough people, not only in our government, but American people themselves, which, uh, you know, I, I think probably they'd react better, but that they'd have, have to have the maturity and the fortitude to follow through on this and make sure that we had a stable government along with stable leadership. And, of course, that Donald Trump and anybody else in his administration would be held accountable in our legal system for this. That, no, to no. me, this is where that, you know, if that, and that's a big if, I mean, again, we, we, we'd be talking about just an unprecedented situation. So, and I don't think anybody would welcome. No, 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 no. But, sure. But, but what do you do? Um, you know, can Mike Pence carry that office if he accepted and, and, and became the vice president? And I think, you know, it's almost, is, is, is he untenable, at least in your eyes, or what's your, you know, your perspective of it? Because we can say, and we almost made the conclusion earlier, that we don't think that, 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 that Pence probably has any tie to it, just because how he was brought in, how he's just kind of this hired guy to kind of, you know, give some air of credibility, um, at least on, you know, the, uh, you know, the Christian right side. Um, and so... You know, you know, to a three-ton or a twice-divorced playboy, you know, former playboy from New York City, um, you know, it gave him a little bit of that, you know, you know, backwards insurance. But does he have a political leg to stand on when he accepted? He served under under this situation and basically, you know, either wasn't able to uncover or 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 kept himself so far out of the loop he didn't know. Um, but 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 does he have any kind of political strength? If he has to assume the presidency Pence, and the, uh, under those circumstances? Well, I'll just say, yes, Pence would become president uh, legally. And, but I think, frankly, he would be tainted by all of this, even if he had nothing right. to do with this. And from everything I've seen so far, I, I honestly don't think Pence has played any role in this. Um, but you have so much bad will, you have so much ill will, so much distrust of 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 his cabinet, even if they, you know, out there or not, that it, I think he'd basically hobble along. And, I, you know, playing this out, I wouldn't even see him seeking another term in 2020. I think he'd make it clear that he's not going to run and he'd have a huge GOP primary along with whichever Democrats decide to throw their hat in the ring. Uh, I, I think Pence, I mean, you know, he could try to do what he could to fix things or to smooth over 
you know, the bad feelings, plus do put, put, put some, you know, laws in place and to reform government so nothing like this ever happened again. Sure. But I, uh, you know, again, he'd be hobbled. He'd be tainted by all of this. And that's, you know, whether that's his fault or not is, is not, uh, not relevant. That is perception. Uh, and that's unfortunately the incredible corrosion that his president has, uh, has caused here and yeah. put in, in, you know, put uh, in action. Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, don't if we're see. Going to, you know, going to play this out to that level. So. Yeah, and you know, it's 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 also hard then to also see Paul Ryan being able to do anything if you know if the uh, order of secession had to go to the Speaker of the House, it's hard to see that that he's being able to to do anything politically either because of how he's been well, crippled by both Trump among the base and and what happened with the health care bill. I mean, he's not only that, right? Not only that, but of course, and I didn't mean to interrupt, excuse me, look at how he's just gone to the wall to defend Devin Nunez, who has just made an epic fool out of himself. I have never seen an intelligence (laughs) committee chairman act as unprofessionally and just as as much of a buffoon as Nunez has done. I mean, it's extraordinarily embarrassing. You know, say whatever you will for when the Clinton impeachment hearing was going on, and, and certainly that was a political firestorm. But at least the committee in that case seemed to have its act together, whether you liked what they did or not. But we're seeing somebody who it's obvious he was instructed by people in the Trump White House to, to duck and cover for them. And, <laughs> you know, he's doing a poor job at that. Um, and, and Ryan, of course, because he's so terrified of his own base, is, is not prepared to take any real action and tell Nunez, okay, you're done. Somebody else has to take over here. Be it Trey Gowdy, who... Not exactly the most, uh, shall we say, objective, uh, you know, sounding board here in this, but nevertheless. Or if, if you know, Ryan really wanted to shake things up, which I don't think he couldn't, but maybe find another Republican or even allow the Democrats to have more of a role. Um, hey, um, and again, Ryan, and Ryan, one thing I want to say, his opinion, his approval rating now is lower than Donald Trump. <laughs> so that tells you what I think a lot of the general public thinks of him, exactly. which isn't much. Exactly. It's unfortunate for somebody who'd had, I, I thought, you know, especially after 2012, even though he and Mitt Romney did not win, I mean, people were really looking at Paul Ryan as somebody yeah. who was going to throw his hat in the ring in four years. And, and I was saying back then, I thought he could win. I, you know, I won't say that now. I think he so damaged his reputation by getting in bed with Donald Trump, even to the extent that he has, that right. I don't think he can fix it. Uh, now, let me ask you, Joan, just for, you know, clarity's sake here, is, uh, is uh, Congressman... Nunez, your congressman? No, he is not. But he's he near is, you, right? Oh, I'm blanking out. He's in a district that includes Fresno, California. It oh, is he's... a very conservative part oh, of California. Right. He won, I believe, by 62. Um, percent I'm not. His, I write. I mean, he's been criticized by the main paper there, the Sacramento Bee, and there have been demonstrations against him. I would. I. I. Depending on the turnout, I think he's probably safe. But there's no question he has been. You know, again badly damaged here so he's not my congressman a lot of people in california are not too happy with him right now right right yeah he he would definitely lose a race for senator in california that's for sure Um, oh absolutely not there's he has no career after this there's no way in hell i will say this much well he's already he would he would be he would lose so badly it wouldn't even be funny well he's already got his run for statewide office he's already got his congressional pension and um uh so he's he should be fine um right 
which is not just what the pension is, if you know what I mean. Anyway, on to another topic. Uh, Number four of our five points, Trump's attempts to spin it to Obama, Hillary, or anyone, aliens, anybody, moles under the ground, (laughs) is like getting stuck in the mud in Alabama. And we uh, kind of took that one a little bit from um, My Cousin Vinny, where uh, Marissa Tomei says, you know, it's like when you get stuck in the mud in Alabama, one wheel spins, the other one does nothing. Um, and that's what it kind of seems like is happening in the White House, uh, Sean Spicer, um, um, you know, which I think, you know, Melissa McCarthy seems like more of a man playing him than, than, than Sean Spicer seems in real life. I would think you would, you'd want somebody like, I don't know, Louis Anderson. I think he would be a good Sean Spicer. Um, but, um, you know, he is trying to spin everything. Oh, you know, we, we started with the there, there, but you know, there's other things and, you know. There was a recent thing that came out um, showing how every time he described something as phenomenal, it failed. Um, you know, the health bill, he said phenomenal and, you know, some other things. But um, even Trump himself, the whole idea of Obama wiretrap Trump, Trump Tower, uh, you know, Hillary's doing this, doing that, the Susan Rice thing. Um, uh, and, you know, it's just, it seems like nothing sticks and, and you know, I heard one good argument is that not that necessarily that oh, the Obama administration did everything right, but that they would, oh, it they absolutely would didn't. you know, when they talk about how it took them forever to make a decision, a decision, it was because they thought it out for so long and realized, well, either we're going to make the right decision or we're not going to make a decision at all. And, and we're going to be as transparent as we can for a presidency because you can't have a completely transparent presidency. It's just not possible with the state of the world. No. Um, you know, doesn't mean we shouldn't try to get there, but that's just what it is. Um, but it does seem like, you know, the White House is spinning and they're one wheel and the other wheel is doing nothing. Uh, you know, the, 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 the news media and, and it seems like the voting public don't, they're not spinning with it. Is that, I mean, do you agree with that one? Again, let's go back to his approval ratings. It's the latest one from several different polls, including Quinnipiac. Show it at 34%, which is incredible for a president in his first year. Obama's first year ratings were in the 60s. I think Bush Jr., his were, uh, you know, the high 50s. And, of course, they went higher after the 9-11 attacks. And then we all, of course, 10 years ago, of course, his approval was in the toilet. Uh, and, you know, his father had much higher approval ratings as is Ronald Reagan, just to name a few, and Bill Clinton just to name a few past presidents. Well, Donald Trump came into this office already tainted for a lot of reasons. He has done nothing, and I mean nothing, change anyone's perception of him. At first and I thought you were going to say Marla Maples is the thing that stained him. Sorry about that one. Well, correct. He, <laughs> he, he didn't even look at this health care bill that the Republicans had drafted. Reportedly, and this is coming from various accounts, and I think one in the New York Times, all he did was ask one of the staff, is this a good bill? Uh, I, you know, say what you will about how ACA was done back in 2010 and the Obama administration, which made some serious missteps and how it carried that out. And when, you know, when it was finally launched, things did not go very well. Um, but, you know, the president then actually read the whole thing, understood it. And, you know, as you said, Obama was not the fastest, uh, you know, decision maker, but he did so methodically. And you could say, I think it's fair to say most of the time when he made a decision, it turned out he was right, uh, especially one was specifically where a certain terrorist was killed. Um, 
And, yeah. um, you know, Trump, as we know, is incompetent at government, governance, has a almost infantile understanding of government. Um, I, you know, I, I'm just simply not surprised that he is stumbling this badly. I think anyone who expected this man to pivot and suddenly grow up is kidding themselves. He is not capable of it. Yeah, I mean, you and know, his it's... And desperate it's, tweet storm proves it now with, with you know, the ludicrous accusations yeah. against the former president and anybody else who he just doesn't happen to like that day. Right, and it's, it, it, it does seem like he was enabled um, by the his election win to 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 think that he he was completely appropriate in the way that he conducts himself and the way that he's going to run run the White House and and you know I think that there's been calls for decades for a quote unquote businessman in the White House and then not and besides just getting a businessman you didn't just get a businessman you got a family developer kind of wealthy guy um, so he didn't really run a, a, a real corporation I mean. He hires a lot of people. He owns a lot of things, but it's not like a guy who ran IBM or a guy who ran GM. It's just it's a different thing, and it seems like the back to the spin, which is number four about the the the, the attempts to spin anything, especially to deflect all this smoke and all this uh, evidence that says that something went on, or even to acknowledge that that the Russians are the ones who hacked the DNC and Clinton and Podesta, and that it's vital national security to take care of that, not just to celebrate it, as he said this summer, please do it again. Um, but so when I get back to it, it's it's like he's running a spin campaign for that um, wealthy developer, and he is shocked that he can't continue to spin when the talent's just not there, and especially from him. You know, we all know that, and the evidence has come out, he's been his own PR agent since the 80s. But you can't do that when you're president because you it's action. It's not just talk. It's not just PR. It has to be real. Um, You know, so, you know, I just want to kind of get back to the spin. Do you have anything else on on how that's working or, or, or why it's not? Well, when you look at polls again, and, and again, I... I always have mixed emotions about polls, but there was one that said about 63% of all Americans, and that includes a a fairly decent amount of Republicans, want an independent investigation on what happened with Russia. Mm -hmm. So that shows right away most of them don't believe a word that Trump says, or or even if some are maybe willing to take him for some of his word, they still believe clearly somebody interfered in this election in, in a highly inappropriate manner. Um, so that tells me right away, his spin is not working. It's just outside of his base. It isn't working. It's hurting him more and more, not only in this country, but with world leaders. Um, and it just is, you know, generally damaging this country's standing in the world. And, you know, I, I just think that's why, frankly, his presidency, if this continues, is just not sustainable. And it's going to have to mean that he leaves. You know, voluntarily or, <laughs> voluntarily or not, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, point five. Here we are at the end. The times they are a changing. Oh, to a, in, in homage to Bob Dylan. Um, you know, we talk about the way the world had changed. Fifties, sixties, everything's speeding up. Seventies, eighties, even faster than you. We get the Clinton scandal, and it seems like stuff's coming at you know people fast. The dawn of the internet. You can't take it. And here we are. In 2017, Donald Trump is president, and it seems like news, especially about his administration, is good for about 10 minutes. 
as we've known, and we, we get our, you know, uh, opinion pieces here at moderntimesmagazine.com, you get, you get a Trump opinion piece, we better run it quick, because all of a sudden it's old in like 35 minutes. Um, the same thing can be said about the future, don't you think? I mean, we don't really know where we're going to be. Um, so, you know, I mean, do you see it that it is also moving so fast? It seems like there's a new revelation every day. Pretty much. And, and I, I think that the theory, maybe if, if I were in the Trump administration, perhaps they think this is helping them because it keeps people off their guard. Uh, given the American attention span, which, you know, everybody's very busy. They can't necessarily be reading, you know, tons of pages on what exactly is going on here. That to some degree helps them. But, uh, you know, with any type of long uh, presidential scandal, as we saw, for example, with you know, Bill Clinton's uh, uh, sex scandal, which turned into something more. Um, the more it goes on, the more damage it does to the subject, one way or the other. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, a good I, point I just, that you I, just made, I think, that, you know, it was, a, it was a point I hadn't thought about. It's almost like if he was more seasoned, and we talk about the attempts to spin, you would know that you just want it to go away. You know, you know, I hadn't really thought about how he feeds it almost as much as anybody else. I mean, you know, we know that. But I mean, as far as you move on to something else, then if you want to then be provocative with your tweets, have it have nothing to do with Russia, not just try to say, well, there's pr- a, a quid pro quo here. Um, you know, is, is, am I right in that you made that, that you're making that point? I, I think you are. Um, no, you, are you making it? I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you, I, I'm sorry. I, I, maybe I misunderstood you. Um, I, I thought you were saying that basically the story's not ending and it's going to hurt him more, or did I totally miss No, 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 no. Well, I mean, you know, yes and no. I, I just thought that you enlightened me to the fact that if he would move on and try to put his spin on other topics well, that weren't tied to Russia then maybe the Russia story would go away and you could talk about something else. But when he's trying to refute every claim and then trying to find some sort of, well, this is what Obama did in the same you know avenue where it, it shouldn't be there, the proper spin might be going to, say, then ping pong balls or something like that. Like, you know, you try to divert attention totally from one subject. Well, correct. And again, it's classic projection. You almost think what he's doing is classic projection. And that, that basically he's more or less, by accusing Obama of things he didn't do, basically claiming, saying, you know, Donald Trump is saying, this is what I've done. Okay, I think, uh, you know, anybody who studied psychology for one week could tell you that. Um, again, he really, he's doing himself no favors in this. Uh, he, he just, it, it, frankly, every day that goes by on this, again, we're seeing more and more evidence or indications that clearly somebody in the Trump administration, we just don't know who was working with Russia. Um, and it seems to me, again, if, if the Trump administration were really serious about clearing this up, they would be able to provide evidence of, of uh, their innocence. But have we seen anything indicating that? No, we haven't. We just have somebody who doesn't act like an adult, making wild accusations. And, and let me just mention... Of course, Trump made this accusation about Obama the weekend after it was revealed Jeff Sessions lied under oath. Hmm, coincidence? I don't think so. I, I think Trump, uh, you know, was expecting that this would suddenly take heat off him. All it did was draw more attention to him and make more people suspicious of him. Right. So, you know, this man, his, his acumen to me it was overrated. It's been overrated for decades. 
And we're certainly seeing a paper tiger now. Ooh. That's what he is. Sorry. Uh, I thought I, I liked the Muscovite candidate, and now you're calling Trump a paper tiger. That is well, that's the, good. The Muscovite candidate, you know, not a bad. Uh, <laughs> that's not a bad uh, description either. I mean, it, it'll be a terrible day, honestly, for this country if it turns out that that's true. I, I really, I just think that'll shake us to our, our core. Um, so you know, again, if the Trump administration is not done anything wrong, they damn well better start coming up with some proof that they haven't. All right, last bit with the times they are changing because things changed, you know, which is point five and the last of our five points. Things we talked about, things just move so quickly. Um, but let's uh, kind of look out. Do you see, which is scuttlebutt's going around again this morning, April 4th, um, that they're possibly talking about bringing back the health care bill? Do you see that happening by the end of this calendar year? No, I yeah, don't. No. I, I think, you know, if you ask me between that and Neil Gorsuch getting confirmed, I say Gorsuch getting confirmed sure. is uh, there's a much greater possibility of that. I, you know, it already seems like they're off to a bad start with that. Uh, and there's already a lot of anger over what that bill would contain in some of the earlier proposals. And, you know, you saw when the, you know, the American public speak out several weeks ago and say, we don't like this, don't do this. And of course, it it uh, fell through. So I I'd be very surprised if we get any kind of ACA overhaul. I I just don't think you know you have the Freedom Caucus, which seems to want even less between and you know them. You have moderate Republicans who are getting a lot of heat for people by people who like the ACA and are covered by it, and then you have people like Ryan who I think along with Trump, he just wants some kind of win for the sake of having one. And that's a very hollow victory. So no, I, I just don't see this happening. Then let's go a year in the future from um, mm-hmm. what, what, what we talked about, whether it be the end of this year, whether they'd have a health care bill. So say then, um, you know, December uh, 2018, is Trump looking well, at a Democratic majority and in which house or both? I, I, I frankly think what probably the first thing the Democrats are going to do, if not impeach Trump, is, is they can, <laughs> you know, rein him in as much as they can. Um, and they demand that he fire a whole lot of people. Uh, but, I, you know, perhaps, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, if they were in the mood to do so and Trump had shown uh, any kind of remorse for his behavior or his actions, uh, if he's still even president, we just don't know. Um, maybe they might be able to work out something. I, I, I think honestly, without sounding too negative here, I, I just think so much damage has been done. Uh, there is so much ill will towards Trump anymore. Most of that he is responsible for himself. I, I just think we're going to see a repeat if Trump is still president. It'll be similar to when the Democrats took back the Congress in 2006 with George W. Bush. And I don't even want to compare George W. Bush to Donald Trump. Say what you will about Bush. I think in his <laughs> core, he's a decent man, where we know Trump is not. Um, but basically, we, we were called Bush basically being pretty much neutered. I think if, if Trump were able to last one term... Basically, we'd see him as a complete lame duck president. I just like now, that I'm you used. Go all out and say that. I just like that you used Bush, Trump, and neutered all in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and again, I, 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 I don't. 
there were still different dynamics going on there. People actually liked George W. Bush. Sure. A lot of Democrats liked Viva him. Bush. They didn't like, agree with one single thing he did, but Bush had a personality that, that could win over people. Trump simply does not have that. Yeah, I saw. He does not have that skill. He, he just doesn't have any common decency. And here we are. It's, it's bad all around. Yeah, I saw. You know, I, I, I know it, it really is. I saw I saw Trump. I mean, a Bush in the uh, Harold and Kumar movie. So he looked like a real down to earth guy. <laughs> well, you know, a minor little thing. You might. This is quoted widely after the inauguration. Bush said to someone, "This is some really weird shit." Yeah, I saw that story. <laughs> I, I, you thought, yeah, the former president's right. This is weird. Yeah, this but they didn't notice that. Never. They didn't notice that he had just taken a bite off a of brownie. <laughs> you know, I again, we're, we're dealing with somebody who just does not, just doesn't, I hate to repeat, just doesn't act like an adult on any level. And you can't govern like that. I don't give a damn who it is. Yep. On a more serious note. All right, five points, definitely done. I think we've done well with trying to break this down. I have a feeling um, with the times they are changing, that also means that we're going to be doing this again at some point within the next two to three months. Um, just to kind of catch up yeah. on the Russia Trump scandal, possibly, maybe, uh, might just be the Russia scandal. Um, but I, it always will be tied to Donald Trump. Um, it's, For it's better or worse. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a uh, hundred pound anchor that somebody's tied around his neck and um, dumped him overboard. I have a feeling, and we'll see um, whether <laughs> you know. I mean, obviously, political euphemisms for anyone who's worried out there. Um, but uh, whether his political career will ever float to the top and he can ever win an election um, is is uh, is to be seen. Karen, right? I love chatting, and unfortunately for our, most of our listeners, they don't get to chat with you as, as often as I do. Um, but thanks for spending the time on the air with me today or over the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I always enjoy it, and thank you so much to everybody out there listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. 